Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Oh, so good. Love it. Need it. Thank you. Friday, everybody. A lot of you a three day weekend. Oh, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, turn this up. All right, there you go. There you go. Morning, everybody. Welcome to it. Schlereth and Evans. Mark is off today. Doing a cool thing. He's uh, posted this on Twitter, so I'm not uh, betraying any secrets. His son, Daniel, is a baseball coach at Western Michigan, and they are playing a series this weekend at LSU. All right, all right, all right. Always one of the top college baseball powerhouses, and so they, the family went down to uh, Baton Rouge this uh, weekend to... Uh, Watch some college baseball. So Orlando Franklin's seen in again this morning. How you doing, Big O? What's going on, Mike? Oh, you you, you back in the groove? Back in the groove of things. Uh, well, you know, when, you take I'm, three I'm, weeks off. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> um, don't do that. Um, but you know how it is. I got I got young ones, man. It's yeah. hard to get out of the kind of groove. And and when I was overseas, I was kind of sticking to my regimen and, and getting up early as well. But um. Yeah, uh, I, I took a couple weeks off, but I heard I still haven't taken the most amount of days off at the station. I heard, I heard Wolf takes the cake. I heard Stoke Lee and Zach talking I about it yesterday. Too. I heard that too. <laughs> yeah, I heard Stoke talking about it, and he said, you know, springtime is his time because yeah. I, I guess you know, bait, um, golf season, golf, right? Yep, Stoke. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I heard Stoke getting on Wolf a little bit, saying the rookie's taking the most amount of days yeah, now. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's never been me. I've, I've, I've always no days been a off. grinder. I've always been a You've grinder. You've always been a grinder. Yeah. Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, we're glad you're here this morning. It uh, is a Friday, which means we have some fun on, on a Friday. We, we loosen it up a little bit, give you texters a chance to uh, really get involved and, and, and kind of carry things a little bit. As uh, it's an Is It Just Me Friday, give you a chance to get those hot sports opinions off your chest. It could be about anything or everything. All the local teams, any sports story you want to talk about, even if there's... Even if there's stuff that's not even connected to the world of sports that you want to uh, weigh in, you can do. 303-713-1043. We love the uh, opinions. We love the humor. We love the snark. Here's one for you. This is my own. Is it just me, Orlando? Or is this defensive coaching, defensive coordinator position search looking a lot like the head coaching search? Mm. Let's go. But guess what? When it was all said and done and when the dust settled at the head coaching search, 
think a lot of people think that this uh, ownership group hit it out the park. And yep. a lot of people are pretty pleased with, with what they were able to get done. I know I am, yeah. Um, is it David Shaw? Is it going to be D'Amico Ryan? D'Amico's now the favorite. Oh, man, we might get Dan Quinn back here. Oh, man, they have been begging Jim Harbaugh. They went back to Michigan to beg him. And then all of a sudden, boom, deal's done with Sean Payton. So I think we were all pretty happy with that. Uh, and if if it's a lot like the head coaching search and we pull something out of out of left field, I think we're going to be happy with who the D.C. is. I, I think Sean Payton recognizes, hey, you know what? There's two things that I have to do immediately for this organization. Culture and quarterback. Those are the big expectations. Culture and quarterback. And, oh, by the way, i got to score a lot of points. And if I don't score a lot of points, I can't justify that shiny new contract. And everybody wants to pick that thing apart. So right now I like that he's taking his time for this. This is a well-respected guy. This is not like a first-time head coach where he might only know a couple people. Sean Payton's been around the block a time or two. So knows a lot of people. We might see somebody pop up on this list where it's today or tomorrow where it's like, hey, what the heck is going on here? So... Slow to hire, quick to fire. I keep on hearing that right, when I, when right, I hear the uh, right, airways. So right. We'll see. So maybe slow to hire, and they'll stick around a lot longer. Maybe a lot longer than Vance Joseph stuck around, although we could get the return of Vance as uh, Vance is scheduled to interview with Sean Payton and the Broncos today. Mm. We're back. We're back. Is he coming here, Colorado? Yeah. Nice. Well, he probably just still has his house here or something, you know. All familiar with the airport. DIA is still a nightmare, Vance, so hopefully you didn't check a bag. It takes a long time to get your bags. How do you, how do you, for a guy, and there's not, there's so much turnover in the NFL, but there's still some guys that are here when Vance was here. How do you think that Vance was received uh, um, and, and how would he be welcomed back? Um, I, I, Vance was received a lot better than Vic Fangio was. Okay. Um, just talking to the guys over the years, uh, Vance was a, a, a little bit of Hackett-ish, but also came in with his philosophy. So it's kind of stuck to his philosophy a little bit more than, than Hackett did. Obviously, we know Hackett kind of got googly-eyed over Russell Wilson and, and all of a sudden threw the run game out the window. So at least with Vance's uh, system, that he uh, implied here, at least guys knew that, hey, this is kind of our identity. Now, I think the big knock when you look into a lot of those guys out there at Dove Valley or UC Health Training Center, the big knock on Vance was, man, we got a head coach that really doesn't know what's going on. We got a head coach that's kind of like a puppet in this in that sense. The, you know, that's what I kept on getting back with talking to the guys. Yeah. Doesn't really he know was never what's going on. He was never really empowered. Yeah, doesn't really know what's going on. Is kind of a puppet, and upstairs is kind of running the show yep. and telling them what's going on on game day, which sucks because football is the one sport that you sit there and it's hey, Mike, uh, we're going to put the game plan in on Wednesday, and then we're going to go about practice on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and on Saturday we're going to have a fast Saturday and, and get ready for this game. And by the time you go roll around a Friday morning. You know who's playing. You know who's going to have a big game. You know who the game plan is centered around. And as a coaching staff, that that's the plan. You know, even when you're introducing it on Wednesday to these guys, you're telling them like, "Yo, listen, um, Greg Dulcich, this is your day. We're gonna we're we're gonna expose the guy, the coverage that that they're trying to show against you. Like you're gonna wreck this game for us." But the issue with Vance was he did all of that, and then on Saturday and Sunday. 
It was, hey, this person needs to play. Hey, this person needs to be a part of the game. This person's going to be activated. This person's not going to be activated. So, so, John really Elway, so John Elway was just pulling all the strings. Not saying that John Elway was, but there was people. There was a, uh, there was, it, well, they were it all wasn't under. just, it wasn't just Vance Joseph. It wasn't ran the way that the NFL should be ran. Okay. Uh, some is it just me's rolling in Pierce in, uh, Minnesota. Is it just me or do the Broncos need to chill out with the slogans and get back to the mile high salute next season? That means we see a lot more touchdowns than last season. Is it just me or the Chiefs, the new Patriots? No, that is not just you. They have now become the no, new villains. God, please! The no. new villains of the NFL. We are off and rolling. And is it just me? Friday? Is it just me, or is this sissy culture club to open the show? What's the matter with you? Where have you been? What are you, some newbie, some newcomer? Boy, what? you need to be. You need to be taught a few things. Off and rolling. What are you talking about? Yeah, man? off and rolling. On is it just me next? When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress, relax in your tub or shower from Bathfitter. Bathfitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. With uh, Orlando Franklin, Big O saying in for Stink, who's off today. It's just me Friday, already a bunch coming in, good stuff, here we go. Is it just me on the text line, or is everyone tired of hearing Philly fans cry about the, how the field conditions affected their pass rushers, like KC didn't play on the same field? Take your L back to Philly and stop crying. Ooh. Hey, I like that text. Good, good morning, texter. I, I like where you're coming from and what you're bringing this morning, because... I watched Super Bowl 50. I watched Super Bowl 50 and, and within the first series of the defensive series, right? D-Ware goes out there, he slips. I'm like, okay, something's going on with that field. You know, I've, I've practiced against D-Ware. I've, I've won against these guys every single day. Okay, something, something's going on right now. And I watched the next series go out there. D-Ware went out there. Nothing happened. I watched the third series. D-Ware slips again. Fourth series. Dewar has new cliques on immediately, right? So then for me, I watched this many, many years ago. And a couple years later when I got back to the Broncos and I said, hey, you know what? I'm getting ready to go on one of these USO tours. I need some of the military stuff. Call up Flip, call up those guys out there, get down to the facility. And, you know, I'm talking to Harry, uh, Flip's number two in the building. I said, man. Because Harry's always in charge of, like, the cliques and and stuff like that. Each guy has their their different job. And I said, I noticed, like, a couple years ago in Super Bowl 50, DeWare had slipped. And and Harry was like, yeah, he slipped the first time. I said, did he go back into the locker room after the third series to grab cliques? He said, oh, he slipped that first time. I, I sprinted in the locker room while he was still on the field. Before the defensive series was over, I had already had the cleats. As soon as he slipped the first time, me and Flip looked at each other, and Flip gave me the nod, and I, I took off, took a beeline to the locker room, and went and grabbed his other cleats. When d came off after the first series of Super Bowl 50, I said, hey, we got him. Do you, do you, you want to change right now? And he was like, no, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on going and see what happens. But after the second time, he's like, heck no. I got I to gotta make this change. Mm-hmm. But the cleats were already on the sideline. So... 
don't give me all of this. You slipped and this, this, and that. There are some guys that do not like changing their cliques. Like I, for instance, me, when OTAs start in April, I get two pairs of cleats. I get a size 15 and a size 16, and I'm, I'm rocking those every day in practice, every day for the whole entire season, the game and everything. I, I, don't, I don't change my cleats. I got to break those things in, and, and they fit like a glove, and that's how I go about my business. When my feet are banged up, I wear the size 16. If they're not banged up, I wear the size 15, but th- that's it. That's practicing games every day. Los Vasquez. Wore a brand new pair of cleats every single game. He would get a new pair on Sunday morning, wear them for the game, and he'd practice with them during the week. Von Miller, every single game, practice with brand new cleats. Um, in practice, a completely different set. So different guys do different things. But don't give me this about slipping because guys, as soon as they realize that, the equipment guys are saying, hey, you want to change. And they're making the decision not to Yeah, change. it was it was a convenient excuse for, for Philly that, well, yeah, our pass rush didn't get to Mahomes in the second half because, you know, the field was so bad. But yet you saw during the game they, they showed it. It showed a big pile mm. of cleats that weren't being used that had been switched out. And so you fixed the problem. And Mahomes changed his cleats? Yeah, I mean, I, I get the idea that shame on the NFL for having your – marquee game and have a, a, a lousy field, you know, but the fact is you adjust, and it's both teams playing under the same conditions, so yeah, just uh, that that's that's weak, that's weak. Uh, is it just me, Rex Ryan is easily the best candidate for defensive coordinator. Not only is he one of the great defensive minds in football, he's in an outside look of the league for the last five plus years. Are the other candidates just drama? Yeah. I agree. Seems with, like it's Rex's. Rex would would jump at the job. Yeah, I think Rex would absolutely jump on the job. The job hasn't been hired. It hasn't been offered to Rex yet. I think Sean Why? Payton is doing his due diligence. That's all it is. Just uh, yes, do your due diligence. See if what other people have to offer. You know, a lot of these jobs, Mike, is when they come in. It's how are you going to keep this defense playing at a high level? That's what Sean Payton said. Well, that's one of the questions that he's asking right now because obviously Ezra ever left and went to Charlotte with uh, Frank Wright. But you're asking them, like, hey, what would you do? Like, what is your plan moving forward? Uh, Randy Gregory, injury prone. Is it, What would your plan be for him? How would you manage him? Because we got to get the absolute best out of him, but this guy has never been healthy his whole entire career. Right? What do we do with a high-price values free agent like DJ Jones last year? What should we do with Draymond Jones? Is he a part of the future? Is he a part of your plan? So you're asking them everything about this whole entire defense. These coaches are coming in, and it's the biggest interview of their life at that moment. And they're being asked about players that they have never even met these players. But they have to do their homework before these meetings. That's why you hear, oh, this person's going to interview next week. Because they got to watch film. They got to ask her all these questions about these players that they've never met before and what their plan would be moving forward. So for me, a guy like Rex Ryan, I, I, I think he's itching at it because he's been on the streets for the last five years. He, he, he realized that after he got fired from that head coaching job, the streets got cold. Yeah, he did get cold. And, and now he wants back in and he has an opportunity to get back in. So just because of what is, is on his resume, I, I think he'd be a heck of a coach. But at the same time, I like this slow process because there's you, you cannot afford to not hit it out to park this year. Yeah, I look. I like Vance, and Vance was in over his head, and Vance was never 
really empowered. He never really had a shot, but he represents the bad days. Hmm. He represents, he's he's a huge part of what's gone on around here the last six plus years. And I just personally just want to flush all that out. I want to flush all that out. Couldn't you say that with Wade Phillips back in the day, though? What do you mean? Came back to the Broncos, right? How great was it the first time when Wade was here? True, but a lot of time had passed. Okay, so because a lot of, of time had a, passed, a lot more time had yes, passed. Yes, we're only talking Fast a couple years. Soon. It's too soon. Okay, it's too soon. It, it it just feels like I want a clean break. Yeah. I want a clean break from from everything from last year. I want all the staff from last year gone. I want. I just don't want any connections to what's gone on here the last half dozen years. I just want a, a fresh start. Rex Ryan's my guy. This is, yeah. you know, I wanted Peyton from day one. I got my wish there. Rex is the guy I want. I hope we go two for two. You need to completely clean the house. Yep. It, it cannot be this Zachy Zani's a holdover right. from the staff. Like, it needs to be top-down. Yep. Every coach is new. Yep. That who's in the building wasn't in the building last yep. year. Exactly. We are uh, off and rolling on a uh, Is It Just Me Friday. Good stuff from the Texters. Keep it coming. Coming up in the morning, Brew, a huge endorsement, MVP endorsement for Nikola Jokic. And uh, one reason why, uh, and there may be other reasons, but this might be the biggest reason why you will not watch Saturday Night Live on uh, March 4th. That's next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Orlando Franklin in for Stink, who is uh, off today. Nikola Jokic, a straw poll, a very reliable straw poll, came out as to where the votes would be for the MVP award this year. And Jokic, a runaway, projected, predicted runaway, third straight MVP. He's got ESPN's Jalen Rose's vote. You can't ignore what the Joker's doing. Bill Russell and Larry Bird are the only people to win the MVP three times in a row. And so what ends up happening is it becomes an award about storyline. It becomes an award about perception of doing the most with the least and or having a historic year to go with your numbers. And so after he's won it twice, it's like, all right, we should be trying to give it to somebody else. Right now, Denver's number one in the West. Historic stats. This dude about to average a triple-double. As a center. center. <laughs> On the uh, podcast, uh, Draymond Green's podcast, talking about uh, Nikola Jokic, all-star weekend going on this weekend, and uh, not exactly an event made for Joker. <laughs> yeah, not, a, not, not, not one of those events that he gets to really showcase <laughs> right? his talents. But Jalen Rose is absolutely right, man. It, you know, that's the big feel that I get this year about the whole situation. It's almost like when I listen to the national media attention and, and I see what's going on in the NBA, it's almost like they're just trying to find a way to not give it to him because he's already won it back to back. But it, a triple-double as a center, a guy as durable as Joker is, you know, night in, night out, you can rely on him, whether he has to go out there and play you know, the 40 minutes, or he goes out there and plays a 25 minutes and you put him to bed, he does it with a smile on his face as well. And I look at this basketball team and I look at how it's responded. I look at the defensive mindset this year, how they have an opportunity of finishing within the top 10 defensively in the national, in the NBA. 
that's a part of Nikola Jokic as well. That's him buying into that also. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with you. I, I don't think that you're seeing an active push for other people to win the MVP. I think what you're seeing instead, and believe me, I've had ESPN up on yes. during the course of this show for the last three years now. And the big shift that I've seen this year is they're not going out of their way to try to promote other MVP candidates. Mm. But here's what they're they're doing instead. They're not talking about it at all. Yes. They're not talking about MVP. Okay. It's so what what So that's not even a so word. So in in my mind they're they're already conceding that Nikola Jokic is going to win the MVP. I like it. That's the good news. Yeah. But they're not talking about and promoting him and really celebrating him and spotlighting him. They're not doing any of that. But at least we're not getting this uh, silly thing that they've done the last two years where all it took was one guy to have two good games and, oh, what about Chris Paul making a push? Yeah. But isn't Here that, comes Luca. Hey, watch out for LeBron. Yeah, shouldn't we be happy that they're not really promoting it that much? Because I love the idea of the the just the 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 chip it creates for Jokic and the Nuggets to go out and just say, "All right, you want to ignore us? You want to disrespect us? Fine, we're going to win the whole damn thing." Yeah, then you can't. I, I just look at you know a couple months ago and Aaron Rodgers going on that podcast and saying, "Hey, given the right circumstance, I could win another MVP." Got a lot of pushback right from around the league, national media just kind of went after him. What do you mean? Like, you, another MVP, don't you want to win championships? I think Nikola Jokic has always been about championships. Yes. The MVPs have came, but it's always been about the championships. And if he knows if he's playing at a high level and his basketball team is winning, which they are winning, and he's getting everybody involved, what he does with the basketball night in, night out is sensational. He could pick and choose his game that he's getting ready to have that night. Um, that's going to happen. He's averaging a triple-double as a center. It's unbelievable what this man has been able to do. When he gets to the top and you think that that's the ce- his ceiling, he sh- finds a way to show you that better. there's a new He's been even ceiling. better. He's been even better. Next on the Morning Brew Broncos coaching search, uh, the staff search, staff roundup continues. The latest is Vance Joseph going to interview today with... Uh, the Broncos for the defensive coordinator position. So uh, we get to uh, see Vance back here. Also, Mike Westhoff could end up being on Peyton's staff in a special teams role. A longtime special teams coach. What do you know about him? He was uh, with, with Peyton in 2017 and 18. Also was with Rex Ryan during... Some Orion stops. So what do you know about Mike Westhoff as a special teams guy? Um, just watching social media yesterday, saw a couple former players extremely excited about the possibility of Westhoff ending up here in Colorado. So for me, if they're excited or if they like it, I love it. You know, I don't know really too much about this guy. I haven't played underneath him. But I, the people that I saw that were ranting and raving about him, are respected guys that have played a lot of special teams in their career. So for me, Mike, if they like it, I love it. So let's do it. And I also think that there's nice uh, chemistry back there. I already worked with Sean Payton, has worked with Rex Ryan as well, which those are two strong personalities. You know Rex is going to come. Rex is going to come in here and, tr- and, and be looking ahead in the future. He's going to be looking, for, how do I become a head coach? 
right? So he's going to try to steal some of Sean Payton's uh, shine. It's going to be offense versus the defense, right? Oh, Sean Payton, you're balling as, as an offensive coordinator. People are looking to hire people from your staff to become the next head coach or to become the next offensive coordinator. Well, Rex Ryan's going to look at it the same way on his defensive staff and people that are underneath him. I'm trying to get a head coaching job. I'm trying to get people hired as well. So it could be a nice little friendly competition going out there. It could be good. Yeah, just after after watching terrible practices last year mm-hmm. with nothing happening, the idea of full go football with a Sean Payton's offense going up against Rex Ryan's defense, sign me up. But at least for now, it's Vance Joseph's day. He gets the interview today with Sean Payton and the Broncos. Next on the Morning Brew, round one of the Genesis Invitational at Riviera on the PGA Tour, everybody, and you're thinking, why in the world, Mike, are you bringing up PGA Golf in the Morning Brew? You never do that. You're right. I never do do that. Unless Tiger Woods is playing. And Tiger Woods playing this event and put up a two under par 69, just five shots off the lead. There's nothing like coming game time. Just the feeling of the butterflies and trying to calm all that stuff down. The adrenaline, the ball goes further, even though it's cold out here. And we adapted very quickly. And uh, as I was alluding to earlier, it was uh, unbelievable pairing. So to have those, those two great guys and uh, two great loops on the bag, uh, you know, Bonesy and Joey go back forever. So um, it was a lot of fun. You got a lot of good golfers out there. The game of golf is in good hands. There's a lot of really talented golfers out there, but Tiger Woods continues to be the Pied Piper, man. Yeah. Um, Can't good, take your eyes off him. Yeah, good for him. With all the surgeries, with all the things that have went on and with his personal life, with all the things that have went on off the golf course, he has found a way to continue to keep his mind sharp and, and keep his mind on the game. Um I don't know about you, Mike, but I, I try to play golf. I, I try to get my, my golf game down oh, and, and oh, for me. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, I love you, but that that ain't that ain't golf. I'm, I'm a, I'm a lot better you're, than oh, what really? I once were. All right. Yes, a lot better. Because you know when I saw you. Um, that was many, many years ago. That was before the golf. Simulator. I wouldn't say many, many years was, ago, but okay. Mike, that was at least three years ago. All right, the last that, time you saw right, me that's play a, golf. A few. Since then, I've it's got eighty-four years. Since then, I've got a golf simulator at right. the house. Been okay. able to slow okay. my swing down. All right. Fix my mechanics. All right. Um, can't wait yeah. to get out there with you this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting better. All I'm right. Getting better, Mike. All right. Don't be putting me out on a Friday. I'm not putting you out. I'm, just, out I'm just going by with what I saw the last time. It was, that was so long. It was well documented. It was so it long was ago. Videoed. It was so long it ago. Was... You remember when I teed that thing up though to start that thing off? Yeah. When when a mile went about a mile with that thing. Went a mile. Oh, mile right. No. The first one <laughs> it was a mile straight. No, first one. We used my... And then it was and, all downhill from there. And I also feel like the pairings were bad. Oh, the yeah. pairings. Now we're blaming the pairings. My partner was Sandy. I'm Let not saying go, nothing man. about. I'm not saying nothing about Sandy, but we did it by show. Yeah. Um, my partner was Sandy, and my game was very young at that point, and Sandy's <laughs> game was very old at that point, and <laughs> we're, we're trying to find a happy medium. <laughs> Next on the morning brew, know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. All right, well, uh, either a reason to or to not watch Saturday Night Live here in a couple of weeks as Travis Kelsey is going to be hosting SNL on March 4th. Will you tune in? Absolutely. Um, I I love the Kelsey brothers. I I have known Jason forever. Um, My offensive line coach 
that recruited me at the University of Miami that I was with for all four years has been the Eagles offensive line coach for the last 10 years. Uh, I love that program. I know that he still shows film of me as far as he uses my film as a teaching film out there in Philadelphia. I've talked a, a lot with Jason Kelsey and I've met Travis a bunch. I love Travis's story. I, I love it. A guy that faced adversity, couldn't get it right, um, seemed like every opportunity he got, he was messing up, you know, working his butt off to try to play with his brother at Cincinnati. Never got that opportunity because he was just doing too much off the field. And I love that once he got to the NFL, he completely did a 180. So I love his story and I love when he wins, after he wins Super Bowls, it's entertaining. So I can't wait to watch Saturday Night Live because I think at that point when you get the writers, there will be writers involved. It'll be super entertaining here. What did you say, March 4th? March, March 4th. Yeah, I'll be checking that out for sure. All right, that'll do it for the Morning Brew. It's an Is It Just Me Friday. The best of the Is It Just Me's. Some good stuff on deck. We got some Nuggets stuff. We got some Az stuff. Even a Rockies one thrown in there. Okay, tonight it didn't happen. That's next. <laughs> Slareth Evans on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Big O in for Stink, who is in Baton Rouge right now. Call him bad in Rouge. His uh, son is coaching with Western Michigan Baseball, and they're playing LSU uh, this weekend down in Baton Rouge. So oh. a weekend series, so it was a good chance to get the family down to see Daniel and Sees college baseball. I know Stink will enjoy that, so he'll be back again uh, early next week. It is an Is It Just Me Friday. Give you a chance to get those hot sports takes off your chest. Here we go on the text line. Is it just me or does the omission of any other first place nuggets from All-Star Weekend only underline and highlight Joker's case for MV3? Mm. Yeah. Going in, right? Yeah. First place by a couple games, too. It's not well, like a handful a, of games. You know, one game, two no. game. I think it's about five right yeah. now. Yep. That they're in first place. Yes, you're the big dog. Yes, you're walking around with your chest all puffed up. Yes, you got what your stylist before you flew out there this weekend to make sure that you're all dapper when everybody sees you. Absolutely. I would, I would hope that the, the Nugget players develop an attitude of of let's win this for Joker. Let's win this one for Nicola. Because here's here's kind of the problem that you face. He's going to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's going to win a third straight MVP. He's going to become only the fourth player in NBA history to win four straight MVPs, joining Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, and Larry Bird. <laughs> here's the problem. All three of those guys had championships. And if Nikola Jokic wins three MVPs, but without a championship, I fear that history will look back on this as, who's this guy? 30, 40 years from now, the the other three will still be remembered, but Jokic won't be. And there's such, he'll never be forgotten here, but I want his legacy as one of the all-time greats to be cemented to be all around the world. Cemented for all time. Yeah. And the only way that can happen is if he wins a title. So I would hope for all the reasons that the Nuggets have, and there's plenty of motivation going around for this team to go out and, and win it this year, I would hope that that's at the top of the list because in order for him to really uh, pay off three straight MVPs, there has to be a title to go along with it. 
Has to be. I agree. Um, I was a part of that 2013 Denver Bronco offense, right? Highest scoring offense in NFL history. Still the highest scored offense, even with now the league having 17 games. And for me, Mike, whenever people, I introduce myself to people and they go to, oh man, did you win a Super Bowl? No, I didn't. And then become, I immediately become chopped liver. Forget about the fact that I was a part of this offense that, that did, did a, a, a unbelievable job, right? Peyton throwing seven touchdowns, opening night, whole world to see. And putting everybody on notice, right? Playing against the Ravens. Forget about all of that. People are just looking at the fact that did you win a championship? And unless you win a championship, yeah. you get forgotten about. Mm-hmm. The only time that I get remembered about that, that offense or that, that whole entire football team that year so when we walk into that UC Health Training Center, there's a picture of us in the in the lobby because we were the highest scoring offense. But nobody ever talks about that. You have to win championships. I, I think that, that what you're talking about is right. Like this team needs to make up their mind and say, hey, let's go get this one for Nikola Jokic. And I think they've already done that. I, I think that we've seen it with the buy-in, with, with now how guys are straining to to adapt to a, a new style of game. Michael Porter Jr., I, I think he's been a guy that's been very stubborn. You know, I'm not one of these guys that was excited when I saw Michael Porter Jr. get maxed out. I was like, this guy doesn't play defense, and he plays basketball when he wants to play. He wants to post up by the three-point line. I've seen his game shift. I've seen now him buy in and accept his role. So I think we're seeing that already quietly. But, yes, you you got to win a championship in order to be remembered. Yeah, because otherwise, 20, 30, 40 years from now, it'll be somebody else will be trying to win three in a row. And he'll put up the list of MVPs in three straight years. And it'll say, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Larry Bird, and Nikola Jokic. And people will be like, huh? Which one of these don't belong? Mm, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Because he deserves that. He deserves to be mentioned with the all-time greats. He is one of the all-time greats. Yes! Best passing big man I've ever seen. Not even close. Not even close. And so, and I don't think there will ever be even anybody to come around and contest that. I, I'll never say never, but you're right. It'd be hard to imagine somebody yeah. doing it better than this. So I want to make sure that his reputation is cemented, like you said, worldwide, NBA wide, not just here. It is, and is it just me? A Friday got a lot more good ones coming up, including one from the Water Boy. A great what-if question, and we'll get to that. But first, we've got Four Down Territory and a prominent ESPN NBA voice who loves the Nuggets. We're not even talking about Jokic. We're talking about loving the Nuggets. You'll hear that coming up next. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits. 